Hi everyone, this is Cree Mitchell again, uh, coming to you. I know it's been a couple of weeks, but I just wanted to talk about a subject that's been on my mind for a couple of days, and that is dealing with fear. And everybody deals with fear at one time or another. It's not something that just affects certain people. It, it will affect anybody at any time, any place, anywhere, and it's something that we have to keep checked because if we don't keep it checked, it will cripple us and uh, keep us from being productive in this life. First John 4 and 8 says that uh, perfect love casts out fear for he that feareth is not made perfect in love or the Amplified Version said he who does not love has not become acquainted with God does not and never did know God for his love. So we have to realize that we have to walk in love in order for us not to have fear. And uh, 2 Timothy 1 says, For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind of self-discipline and self-control. And that's one of the factors that we have to keep in a our mind is meditating on the word so that our mind can be sound and so that fear won't take over us. Fear is an emotion and it will rob and cripple us from being productive and being the people that we need to be and to be our best in this life. We were talking about self-love and self-help, health, and this is a way to do it is so we have to combat our fear and we have to start meditating on the positive things in life. The word of God, Hebrews 4 says, the word of God is quick and powerful, is sharper than any two-edged sword, pierces even to the dividing sunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow. It's a discerner of thoughts and of the intents of the heart. So we have to keep meditating on the word of God in order for our hearts to be secure, in order for us to be more in tune with ourselves and even with the built-in uh, intuitions that God gives us through the Holy Spirit and with our spirit. When you look at fear, there's a lot of things that come that will try to cause us to fear. It's what we see in the news, either political or maybe finances or health-wise or family issues. It's things that are totally out of our control is what fear says. You, 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 can't, you can't control it. It's going to overtake you. It's going to destroy you. But we have to realize that God is our source. He is our strength. And that if we put positive and good things into the earth, if we sow good seeds, good is going to come back. It doesn't matter what bad thing comes at us. God will always protect us. Psalms 91 says he that dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall remain stable and fixed, the Amplified Version says, under the shadow of the Almighty. God is our anchor and our source. Psalms 1, if you read the whole chapter, blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful, but his delight and desire is in the law of the Lord. And in his law does he meditate by day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that, gives, that brings forth its fruit in its season. His leaf also shall not wither, and everything he does shall prosper. If you want the good things, if you want the prosperity, you want even in when it comes to health, 
You have to meditate on the good. We have to sow the good. And even with health-wise and on our diets, we have to find what diet will work for us. When I say diet, it's a way of eating, a pattern of eating for the rest of our lives, exercising, meditating on good things, reading good things, enlightening our spirit and our soul and our mind and our will and our emotions, and practicing self-discipline. We have to practice. If we do not discipline ourselves, then our minds will run rampant. And then our bodies and our spirits and our souls won't be in the condition it needs to be in when things come. It's unavoidable, Jesus said, that offenses come. It's unavoidable that things will come. But some things are beyond your control. They're going to come because we have an adversary, the devil, who goes to and fro, walking the earth, trying to see who he can devour. So he's going to come at us. The Apostle Paul says we're to resist him steadfast in the faith. Our faith is built up meditating on the word of God in prayer and in sometimes even in fasting. And people, when you say fasting, they automatically think you mean don't eat food. It's not not eating food. Sometimes it can be social media that you take yourself away from it or you don't watch certain things so that your spirit can be cleansed. Every now and then you need to take your yourself off the grid, as I call it, away from those things that pull and draw, pull at you and draw you and make you think that you can't survive without having them. And I'm not talking about your loved ones and family, but it may be, maybe an individual you have to distance yourself from it. I need to take some time, clear my head, get my thoughts right so I can come back and deal with what I need to deal with. We do that every day when we go to bed and sleep. God designed us that way so that we can shut down and rest so that we can get up the next day and be ready to go. If you look at the life when Jesus was on, on the earth with the disciples, he would always pull away. He would send them and he would get away and pray. He had to, he had to get off the grid. He had to pull away and fast and pray and seek the face of the Father so that he could go because there was always something coming up next. And he, he, he was prepared for that because he pulled away, because he took the time to pray and fast. So he was prepared. His faith was where it needed to be. People say, well, he was the son of God. He was the son of God, but he came down and limited him to self, himself to what we have in our disposal. He didn't use anything that we don't have in our disposal because he couldn't have been our savior if he did. He came down in the likeness of sinful man because of sin in the flesh. He redeemed us. He became the, the final atoning sacrifice for us and our sin. So if Jesus can do this, we need to do this. We need to pull away. And this is one of the ways of combating fear. And sometimes you may have to not, you may have to turn off the news, bypass some things. It's not that you don't care. It's that you have to keep yourself in tune and in line to receive. Because I believe in this time that we're living in, God is going to talk to us even more. He's talking to us even more. He's going to deal with us even more on things to come. And we have to be in tune. And we can't be burdened down with the cares of this world and the deceitfulness of riches. We've got to be cleansed so that we can hear his voice. He said, my Jesus and my sheep know my voice. And the voice of the stranger, they do not follow. We have to know his voice. We need to know it at this time. He said in Joel 3, he was pouring out his spirit upon all flesh, male and female. 
that the sons and daughters would prophesy, the young men would dream dreams, the old men would have visions. I'm telling you, this is the time we're living in. So therefore, we have to be in tune to hear the voice of God even more. Because we're going to go through and we are going through a purging spiritually. The church is going through a purging. It's going to go through an even greater purging. God has to, we have to purge our characters and get our spirits and our souls in, in the direction that we need to have them in. To be and to do the work, to complete it. And it doesn't matter what age you are. You're going to go through this purging. You're going to go through this. You can be 90. You're going to go through the purging and the cleansing so that we can be the light in the world that he needs us to be. Jesus said, no man puts a light on a bushel, but they put it on a lampstand and it illuminates the whole room, the whole space, the whole area. So we have to be that light. We have to be pruned and purged so that we can be a better us. Not just for us, but for the whole light of the whole world. So I want to encourage you, do not be afraid of what you see in the news and what you hear on the news. Do not be, con don't, don't get caught up in that. Get in the word of God, meditate, pray, fast, seek the face of God. Get in tune with him. You don't have to just do it in the month of January. Today's January 31st. Month, year is coming to an end. This month is coming to an end. You can do it in, tomorrow. You can start it. But you need to pull in and get closer so you can hear what God is saying. And so you can be in tune with what he's doing in your life. Because he's wanting to use us in a greater way. He's going to use you in a greater way. But he needs you to pull back so he can put in you. Um, John the Baptist said about Jesus when the disciples were telling him. You know, John's disciples had said they had found the Messiah. And John went on to say, I must decrease that he may increase. So we have to decrease our, the things that we want to hold on to and we want to do. So that God can increase in us. We have to empty out so he can fill us with his presence, his word, and lead us in the direction, his vision, in the direction he would have us to go. So I'm going to warn you, and I'm going to tell you now, the church is about to get hit with some stuff. It's going to be rocked like ever before. You're going to see more scandals, more a lot of stuff. Do not be soon shaken. Do not fear. Whatever you do, do not fear. You're going to see people who are innocent going through some things like Shadrach and Meshach and Abednego and Daniel chapter three. There's some fiery furnaces out there. There's some things that are going to happen, but we cannot be shaken in mind. We have to stay in the word of God. We have to keep our focus on him and his way of doing and being right. Second Thessalonians two. 2 through 5 says, the Apostle Paul speaking says, that you be not shaken in mind or be troubled, neither by spirit, nor by word, nor by letter as from us, as the day of Christ is at hand. Let no man deceive you by any means, for the day shall not come except there come a falling away first, and the man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition, who opposes and exalts himself above all that is called God, or that is worshipped. So that he is God sitting in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. Remember ye not that when I was yet with you, I told you these things. So don't be afraid. God hasn't given us a spirit of fear. Let that be in your mind. God has not given us 
a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Second Timothy 1 and 7, of self-discipline and of self-control. He's given us the spirit of love. Love doesn't mean that you're a doormat. Love will take a stand. When Jesus spoke to those scribes and those Pharisees, and they were coming with all their little tricks, what he spoke to them was the truth. And it was love. It may have sounded harsh, but it was in love. Trying to get them to see, you need to change, you need to turn, you need to get it together. So I'm telling you, love doesn't make you a doormat. And that's been one of the fallacies that the church sometimes gets and we get in our head that, oh, I love, people say, well, if you love me, you'll do this and it's something wrong. No, I love you, so I'm not doing it. And I love me too. You're not just loving, you're supposed to love other people. You're supposed to love yourself first. God first, then you, then other people. Because you cannot love other people if you do not love yourself. And that's why you need to discipline yourself. And that's why disciplining yourself and getting yourself stronger in the areas you need to get yourself stronger, you will in turn be able to turn to someone and say, you know, I love you enough to tell you no. That's going to hurt you. If I do this, you're going to do that. And then that's going to cause yourself. So no, I see that's not going to be good for you. And it's not good for me. So no. That's love. And perfect love casts out fear. For he that feareth is not perfect in love. I'm just telling you now. God hasn't given us a spirit of fear. Hebrews 11 says that by faith, that's how we walk. It gives you all the examples. Faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. If you want your faith to rise to the next level, pull away, get in the word of God, meditate like Psalms 1 tells us. Let that be your focus. Seek first the kingdom of God and his way of doing and being right. And all these things will be added unto you. That's what Jesus said. Seek first the kingdom. And that's what we have to do. We have to sink the kingdom of God. That's found in St. Matthew 6 and 33. Seek his way of doing and being right. Getting in the word, meditating, prayer, fasting. Jesus said some things don't come but by prayer. Fasting, seeking his face. And you'll be able to go from one level to the other. God wants to take you higher. He wants to do greater things in you. And he will. He can do that as you yield yourself to him. Seek him first. Hallelujah. And his way of doing things. His way of being and doing right. And then he will lead and guide you to the truth. Walk by truth and integrity. To the best of your ability. And ask for the Holy Spirit's guidance. Ask the Holy Spirit to help you be the individual you need to be. This is Queen Mitchell. I'm about to close, but I'm going to say this prayer for you that God touch you. Heavenly Father, touch my listeners right now. Touch their spirit, soul, mind, will, emotion, physical body. I lift them up to you. We bind any hurt, harm, or danger that will come against them, their family, their loved ones, Father, wherever they may be. We ply the blood of Jesus upon them and in all that they're doing, Father. Guide their hands and their feet in the direction you would have them to go. Father, you said the steps of a righteous man are ordered by the Lord. And we thank you that you are ordering their steps. And Father, that you will bring us into unity and into your truth. You're strengthening us by your word. For your word is truth. We thank you for your Holy Spirit guiding us. Father, we give you all the glory and the honor and the praise. We lift up our government leaders to you, whoever the listeners are all over the world. 
whoever their leaders are. We lift them up to you, Father. We ask for a miracle that you go in and deliver the people. Father, let your will be done. Your will, not theirs, not ours, but your will be done. Let your truth and righteousness reign in Jesus' mighty name. And Father God, we call this done in Jesus' name, and we thank you in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. This is Cree Mitchell saying, I love you. God love you. You're blessed.